Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Debt reduction. Is all debt bad? Maybe not. Too much debt can be bad. But before I start talking about how to reduce your debt, let's talk about the good things or bad things that is for you. Accumulating too much debt such as student loans, credit cards, debt that has a high rate of interest can kill you long-term in your finances. But there's times where having debt is a requirement and will help you. If you're going to be purchasing a large ticket item, such as an automobile or a home, then debt is going to be your friend and it can help you acquire those assets. Having too much debt where you have a monthly payment for leasing, for example, and you never acquire an asset, that may be some bad debt. Getting student loans to get an education is going to help you get a better career. That in itself is good debt, but overdoing and borrowing way too much money when you're in school and using that money to live off is not a good thing. To pay for your tuition and books is acceptable, but paying for your living expenses using student loans may not be the way to go. If you're starting a business, you're going to have to use some of your own money because a bank won't lend it to you. You got to get started and be showing that you're making some money. And then a business loan may be a good thing if it's going to help you expand your business and make your business more profitable down the road. There's always good things and bad things about debt. It's not all evil. It's not all bad. Having debt is a part of life nowadays. But having too much debt for what you can afford to pay is what is going to get you into trouble. So I'm going to be talking the rest of this episode about how you can reduce your debt, how to go about it, how to set up, and of course, using a budget to help you achieve those goals, get your debt under control, get rid of the high interest debt first, And then as you go along, other debt. But a lot of questions come up is, should you be saving money while you're trying to reduce your debt? There's many people who believe, no, you should be trying to pay off your debt first and then save second. I'm in the school of you need to be doing both at the same time. If you're saving for your retirement, the earlier you start, the longer you do it. Over time, the more money you're going to have when retirement comes along. Whether you're trying to retire early at age 50 
or you just figure you're going to work till you're 60, 65, whatever. The earlier you start saving for retirement, no matter if it's $5 or $10 a pay, you got to be consistent and you got to stay the course your entire life. And saving is a habit. Once you get started, you're going to form a habit of setting aside money into a savings account, whether it's saving for your retirement or building up an emergency fund. It will become a habit over time. It'll be money that you have and won't miss in your day-to-day living expenses. You never will regret doing that. I have never heard anybody say, I saved too much money. Maybe if you're 99 years old and you still got $3 million in the bank and you have to take it all out and pay taxes on it, okay, well, maybe you saved too much money. But I've never heard anybody complain about it. Having to pay taxes is a good problem in my book. You never can have enough. You never know what lies in your future and what's going to happen. So by starting early and doing a savings plan is important. It's almost more important than paying off and reducing your debt. Remember, the debt came along as something that you did. What happened in your life to cause you to get behind on paying those credit cards? Maybe you just never made enough money. Maybe you living expenses were more than what you could afford to pay. Maybe you were unemployed for a while. So saving and debt reduction go hand in hand. You should be doing both at the same time. If you have a job and you got a 401k, you should be contributing money to that 401k no matter what. And if your employer is matching, you need to put in enough to get the maximum match from your employer. So you need to contact human resources to find out how much you should be putting in a 401k. And then at home, you should be building up an emergency fund if you don't have one. And you can never have enough money in an emergency fund to pay whatever might happen. Just recently, I had plumbing problems. And it was expensive. It was almost $10,000. But I had the money set aside in my high-yield savings account. I hate to take it out of there, but I had it and I paid for it and I did not have to go into debt to pay off that emergency plumbing problem that I had. So look forward and keep track of your money and the budget will help you greatly. For those of you who know how to use a spreadsheet or have a spreadsheet on your computer, or even have a computer, I've created a budget spreadsheet that can help you track your budget versus your actual, and it even tells you how much money you can set aside into savings account and not have to worry too much about being overdrawn. 
I don't guarantee it would work for everybody, but you can give it a try and I'll send you the file if you send me your email address and I will, through Facebook, you go to my Facebook page, Reduce Debt, Increase Wealth, send me an instant message through Instant Messenger, your email address, and say, I want that spreadsheet and I will email it to you, no problem. Next up, we're going to be talking about how to reduce your debt. And we're going to mostly concentrate on reducing credit card debt. Credit card debt, it's it holding you back. Do you feel like you're working for somebody else and not making any headway? If that's the case, then you obviously have too much debt. And we're going to focus on the debt you should be getting rid of first. The high interest debt, which is typically credit cards and maybe some of your student loans. Your student loan debt may not be a high rate of interest, but it might be a high balance item. So your payments are somewhat out of control. Or maybe you have more than one student loan debt and you feel like you you go to work, you work all week, you're struggling, you're barely making the payments on things, you're living a pretty frugal life, so you think, and you're not getting anywhere. You have no savings account. You feel like you're just working for somebody else. That's what I felt like when I was in this situation. So what do you need to do to get started? This is nothing new. You can go to YouTube and watch a dozen videos on exactly the same thing. I'm just telling you this is what I did and it worked for me. I figured it out all by myself. I did not watch any YouTube videos to learn or to come up with this method. I did some reading, but I was also an accountant. Just because I was an accountant didn't mean I knew how to get out of debt. It just meant I know how to keep track of it. That's what accountants do. So step one, quit creating new debt. Quit borrowing money. Whether you're borrowing money by using a credit card or you're borrowing money by going to a payday loan or you're borrowing money by going to a bank and trying to get a loan. If you're coming up short and these loans are costing you anything over 15%, you're going to be considered high risk. And the higher risk you're considered, the more the interest rate is going to be. And not only for loans that you're trying to take out, but it's going to cost you more for your insurance. Whether you're trying to get insurance for your automobile or renter's insurance or home insurance, you've got to be paying more because they're going to consider you a higher risk. Because they're looking at all your debt and they're thinking, hmm, maybe he can't afford to pay us so we need to charge him extra so that when he makes those late payments and has a claim, we, we will have some extra money to help pay those claims. 
what they're thinking is, I don't know for sure. It's probably something along that line. Everything's going to cost you more. So quit creating new debt. I don't care what it is. Just quit doing it. The step two is make the minimum payment on all your debt. Do not pay anything extra for now. I know that sounds like, well, how am I going to get out of debt if I don't make any extra payments? Because the minimum payment is just going to cover the interest and a little bit against your principal as required by law or required by your state. There is some laws that require the credit card companies to apply each minimum payment some to the principal balance. I know it sounds like I'm crazy and you got to make these payments on time every month no matter what because your credit score is probably hurting. You need to start working on improving your credit score. You need to get rid of this high interest debt. That is what is holding you back. It's enslaving you. Earlier in this episode, I talk about good debt. Maybe a mortgage on your home. Maybe a loan for your automobile. There is debt we can't afford, uh, avoid that's going to be needed throughout our lives. But if we can control it, we can get the best interest rate possible later on. But now we're focusing on this credit card debt or maybe credit card debt and some student loans. So you quit creating new debt, quit borrowing money, make the minimum payment on all your debt, and number three, set up a savings account because you need an emergency fund. If you don't have the cash or the money available to pay for something, When you have an emergency, even if you just have a flat tire on your car, if you have to use a credit card to pay for it, you're not making any progress. Set up an emergency fund and fund it. So we're going to focus on doing those three things first. Now it's optional. Nobody ever talks about your income. If you can change jobs and get a higher rate of pay, and that's what I did. I was a truck driver, so it was fairly easy. Truck drivers are in demand. So I went from a job that I thought was okay, payment, to a job that was double the income and it was a whole lot less work. So I got myself overall a better job for more money and less work. Who can complain about that? And that helps speed up my progress on my debt. If you're in an industry where it's hard to change jobs or maybe there's no demand, then you need to look at maybe a part-time job or doing something to create more income. And that is totally up to you and it's optional. But that's something you should be doing ongoing throughout your entire life 
or career. You should always be looking for better opportunity to make more money. Now back to your debt problem. And that definitely will help you with your debt problem. Once you have an emergency fund set up, you need to fund it for a minimum of $500. I would recommend you get at least $1,000 in there, but let's shoot low so you can hit a target. And once you get the $500 in there, you keep putting money in. And then we got to figure out which debt do we pay off first. There's two methods. There's a snowball method. The snowball method is you pay off the lowest balance first to the highest balance. That way, when you pay off a credit card, you felt like you accomplished a goal and you're going to be more likely to stay on track to keep up this plan. You need to have a plan, and this is what I'm telling you now. The second method is the avalanche method, and that's where you pay down the highest interest rate first. Work your way down through that order. If you use the avalanche method, you're going to pay less in interest, and the less interest that you pay over time, the faster the principal is going to be reduced. It's simple, basic math. Whichever works for you, go for it. If you can stay with a plan and you can stay focused, the avalanche method will probably be best for you. If you tend to get distracted or you can't stick to a plan, then the snowball method will help you accomplish some goals quickly you can see progress being made. So that may be the best method for you. What I did was a combination of both. I used the snowball method. I paid off the lowest balance credit card first. So I had a credit card with a zero balance. Then as soon as I had that done, I started paying towards the highest interest rate first. And I kept doing it that way. And just a note, do not close your credit card account. Do not cancel that credit card when you get it paid off. Because the longer you have that credit card on your credit history, the cre better your credit score is going to be. And the higher credit available you have to borrow and the less credit that you're using the higher your credit score is going to be. So if you have $10,000 worth of credit available and you're only using less than $1,000 in a month to month, you're going to have a very good credit score assuming you're making all your other payments on time. Other payments being your credit cards, your loans, and your utilities. And your credit score should start improving. So now we have a plan. You got to stick to it. If you are able to work a second job, do that. And you can start applying that money to your credit card debt. Don't 
overdo anything. We're not talking about all your finances here. But the big picture would be you have set up yourself a budget. I've talked about budget till I'm blue in the face. But a budget is important. You got to know how much money you have coming in. You got to know how much money is going out. And when you look at your budget, is there anything there that you not no longer are using? Is there anything there you can do without? Is there anything there you can reduce the cost of what you're paying? Perhaps you have cable TV, but you're never home to watch it because you're always working. Well, perhaps you need to cancel cable TV. And if you are home and you do watch TV, get rid of that high-cost cable TV. If you're paying for internet service, use your internet service to the maximum. Stream your TV. People have been doing this now for years. I've been doing it for two or three years, and I saved a ton of money. Cable TV is a ripoff. You can get the same thing through a streaming service that you're getting for cable TV, and it's going to cost you a whole lot less. If you can't save $50 to $80 a month by streaming, you're using the wrong streaming services. And keep your streaming services at a minimum, no more than two. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you listen to this podcast, Reduce Debt, Increase Wealth, on an Apple device, scroll through all the episodes towards the bottom, and you can select Write a Review and leave your comments. And you can rate this podcast. I appreciate all feedback and I thank you for your time in doing so. Getting yourself out of debt doesn't have to be overwhelming. Perhaps you need the services of a debt counseling service, but remember they're going to charge you a fee. Perhaps you think bankruptcy may be the way to go, but unless you set up a budget and you know what your debt is, and you try to prove that you're unable to make those payments, or you're unable to pay it off for whatever the reason. Bankruptcy's not gonna work, and you're gone to have to pay for an attorney, which the attorneys, last time I checked, charge a lot of money. Your debt reduction plan, you just need to create it, stick to it, be vigilant, try to save as much money as possible by using a budget, identify what you're paying for, what your income in and expenses out are on a month-to-month basis. And you got to track that on a regular basis. That's why I talk so much about a budget. It's important. You're not going to be able to pay off your debt. You're not going to be able to build up your emergency fund if you don't know how much money is coming in and how much money is going out. If you're just looking to get your debt under control, you need to make a list of all your debt. Credit cards, 
student loans, payday loans, personal loans, auto loans, mortgage. And put them in order by the interest rate. The highest interest rate first. So what you need to know is the name, when the payment is due every month, but when it's due, how much you owe, and the interest rate. If you put all that information on a line and put it in order by highest interest rate to the lowest interest rate, you should find that most of your credit cards are on the top. Maybe some personal loans are underneath that. Maybe your auto loans are right below that. Maybe in your mortgage should be the lowest. Your line of credit should be before your mortgage and then your first mortgage. If you got payday loans, quit using them. That's, they're ripping you off. You're paying way more. A two or three day loan to get paid and you're paying 30 or 40% rate of interest. And if you're using your overdraft protection to keep from bouncing checks, your bank is ripping you off. They're charging you a high rate of interest for two or three days for that short-term loan to cover that check. And then your payment, your payroll comes in and you forget to pay the bank. You got to pay that overdraft. It doesn't happen automatically. And they're going to charge you a high rate of interest. So if you use an overdraft protection, make sure that when you get paid that you pay that off first. Pay off all your payday loans. Quit using them. Set up a savings account. To set up a savings account, you probably need a minimum of $50. And once you set it up, most banks are online now. You can go in every pay and transfer some money into your savings account and build up that emergency fund. Your first goal should be $500. And once you hit that, then it should be $1,000. But what I didn't explain earlier is you're going to use your emergency fund, pay, and off your credit together. So you're making the minimum payment on all your credit cards and all your debt. You're putting money into your emergency fund. This is like a domino effect in slow motion. It's going to be a slow start. You're not going to look like you're making any progress. But as time goes on, it's going to go faster and faster. And you're going to be making progress really quickly. So you're putting money in your emergency fund. You hit the $500. You keep putting money in there and you're still making the minimum payment on all your credit cards. Once you get that built up to $1,500 or $2,000, you have a, all that time, you're building it up, you're getting a larger and larger emergency fund. Once you hit $2,000, you have $1,500 you can apply to your debt. If you're doing the snowball method, you apply it to the lowest balance first. If you can pay off that card and still have some ex 
left over, then the excess is applied to your next lowest balance. If you do it like me, I paid off my lowest balance first, and then I started applying that money to my highest interest item second. Then you start all over. You build up your savings account again until you get another 2000 and then you take that $1,500 and you apply it to whichever method you're using. Snowball, lowest balance first. Avalanche, highest interest first. And you keep doing that over and over. Within the first year, you should start leaving $1,000 in that savings account. So now you have a $1,000 emergency fund and you're building your, your savings to 3000 So you have a period of time there where you have at least 1000 and you're slowly building up your savings account. So maybe then you have 1500 then you have 2000 then you have 2500 then you have 3000 If you don't have any big expenses coming up where you might run short of money, then use that 2000 and apply it to your debt and you keep doing that over and over that way the big amount of money that you're applying towards your debt is gonna be like you're making a big payment you're making big progress all at once and in the meantime until you have the money you have an emergency fund if you get a flat tire you have the money to pay for it or if your hot water heater goes out you may have enough money to pay for it so you have accomplished the goal of quit creating new debt and you do that month in and month out i personally paid off hundred and thirty two thousand dollars in debt in three years eight months I know that because I took kept track of it I know that because I have a budget when you get your debt completely paid off like I have I paid off all my credit cards I paid off car loans I paid off line of credit on my mortgage my uh, I forget what they call it you know line of credit where my house is collateral and I paid off my mortgage. I'm now debt-free. I have achieved financial freedom. But in order to achieve financial freedom, it takes commitment, confidence, determination. That's what you have to do to get rid of all your debt. I'll say that again. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. You gotta be committed to your plan. You have to have the confidence that your plan is gonna work and you have to have the determination to make it work. You can do it. You can do it all by yourself. Get started today. List down all your debt, bare minimum least know how much debt you owe and you'll be much better off for it.